Hey guys, Willows here. Um, before you start listening to the podcast, I uh, just want to let you know what's going on with the audio today. Um, we had Mr. Gigi uh, obviously uh, Skype in or uh, video call in, and um, we were originally going to get him to record his own audio um, and then send it to me so we could have a, a cleaner audio, but um, there was a miscommunication. I didn't remind him, and then he didn't uh, record his audio. So the audio you're hearing from, from Mr. GG's side is uh, straight like off our video call, uh, so the quality definitely is a little bit um, less, but um, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. So um that's that's the reason, if, especially if you're listening on Spotify or uh, any other um, streaming service, you're definitely going to hear a a difference in quality on his side. Um, but uh, we do have a video um, on our YouTube channel. Um, just search Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on YouTube. I think it's on my channel, Vote Willows, and um, you can so you can see his uh, his face and everything, and then uh, it'll make the audio might make more sense. Uh, anyway, hope you enjoy. It's uh, really really good content here, and um, thanks for uh, for understanding. So enjoy the podcast. Herodotus, the Greek historian, reported that the ancient Persians tended to deliberate on important matters while they were drunk. Then they would reconsider the decisions the following day when they were sober. If it happened that their first deliberation took place when they were sober, they would always reconsider the matter under influence of wine. If the decision was approved both drunk and sober, the decision held. If not, the person set it aside. My name is Willows. And my name is Tyler. And we're both young business guys who still adhere to this ancient traditions. Join us as we debate and discuss business topics, moves we're making, politics, YouTube, and more, both sober and then drunk, to see if we come to the same conclusions. This is Alcohol Beyond This Point. And today we have a uh, our first guest. Actually, we uh, we wanted to put off uh, guests uh, for a long time, but uh, we you know when the opportunity arises, you can't uh, you can't give it up. So uh, we have uh, Mr. GG uh, on on the podcast today. Uh, welcome, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Uh, Tyler uh, has no idea who you are. Uh, I sent him a few yeah. videos uh, earlier this week uh, for him to watch, and then he got here today, and I said, "Hey, do you watch his videos?" He's like, "No." Um, so right. I, I put on a couple. I put on one of the uh, one of the Predator Chronicles, and then I put on one of the uh, bad content pongs uh, just so we could see kind of your personality and what you're what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I started watching probably probably a year or two ago. Um, you, I'm a big like YMS fan, so you were in my recommended for like one of your movie reviews. Um, I think probably the uh, the Steven Seagal one I think was <laughs> was what I watched firstly, and then I ended up binge watching every single Predator Chronicle that was out at the time. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm a fan. So uh, yeah, so this happened just by you. We're both on quarantine right now for context. It's a COVID-19 pandemic, and you tweeted how you uh, are locked down and want to go on people's podcasts, and uh, I kind of shot my shot, and uh, and here we are. Yes, I am here. Uh, <laughs> thank you for supporting the content, first off. And yeah, I just wanted to run like a podcast comment, so here we are. You said I, you, you said I got a booze, huh? Yeah, we, <laughs> so we're drinking, um, my wine. Uh, I'm a, I own a winery in, uh, central Canada. Oh, very um, nice. So I make lots of different fruit wines, grape wine, sangria, mead, cider, different things like that. Um, so today we've started with our, uh, raspberry wine. Um, that's what we're drinking first. And then we have a bottle of, uh, sangria and we have a bottle of cider here as well that we may or may not Rack. We'll see what we get through. We'll see what we get through. And uh, are you you drinking today? What if my alcohol choice isn't as classy as your guys? Can there I get away with there that? is no wrong alcohol. We've had okay. some. We've had Costco brand liquor on this podcast, and we've had a hundred dollar bottle of wine on this podcast. We've. We don't okay. Discriminate. Yeah, you're all over the spectrum. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. I can. I mean, it's two p.m. <laughs> I, I can. I can do some <laughs> Two p.m. on lockdown, though, right? So. Very true. There's coffee hour and then there's booze hour. Gets fuzzier every day. I um yeah, I heard a thing that was like under quarantine, it's airport rules. So you can drink at 8 a.m. and that's fine. Oh, that's actually a funny way to put it. Yeah. Alright. Um I'm gonna lose this up right here. For sure, for sure. Let's see what happens if I can open it because I'm gonna file. Can I curse? Sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, more. Yeah, you can you can say whatever you want. Okay. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. Last that last episode, I was uh, talking about snorting amphetamines off a girl's ass in a rave. So. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is my people. Exactly. Well. Uh, okay. So what are you drinking? I got a fat tire right here. Cheers. As you may see. Virtual cheers. cheers. Social. Socially acceptable. <laughs> socially, uh, social distance cheers. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, what we what we want to talk about with you, because you're obviously an expert, is kind of the uh, – because it's uh, first and foremost is a business podcast. Um, we both started businesses when we were pretty young. Uh, we both just turned – or I just turned 24. You're also 24, right? Yeah. Um, so we both uh, – I'm in the wine business. He's in real estate. Um, we're both, you know, business owners, and we're both kind of – or I am at least fascinated by the business side of, of – of YouTube specifically, because that's a really new thing, right? Like an individual with a camera in their house could never make money on media, you know, and get medallions like you've got in the back there, the YouTube. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't mean yeah, to flex yeah. on you guys. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, first yeah, thing I, I noticed next to the bar fridge, it looks like mine. <laughs> yeah, new. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like it's it's um, it's kind of insane like even to think about like even 10 years ago to think about that you could make an entire career off of you know by yourself with no crew with no you know backing with no anything it's just you know post stuff and get views and and make money right right yeah um so yeah i I don't know we're just kind of free-forming about it but um i get okay so you're definitely i think the undisputed king of uh sponsorships I think you're one of the only uh, YouTubers that, like, I don't skip the sponsored parts because, like, you make entertaining-ass sponsorships every time. Um, he did a, he did one for Fleshlight. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty good. Brilliant. Um, that's, that's the one that sticks out in my mind. Um, but can, can you talk about – don't, you don't have to get into actual numbers if you don't want to, but I know that, like, AdSense revenue, I think, for everybody has been down over the last – you know, two, three years. And I think that do you make more money off sponsorships than you do off like ad revenue? Um, it depends. Yeah. If I, if that's like the majority, let's say I upload. Mm, okay. For, if, if every upload in a month is sponsored, mm-hmm. chances are I blow my ad sense out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially like you, you probably or I don't know if, about any more, but you definitely made a lot of content that got demonetized back in the day. Like I know, like all the Predator Chronicles are pretty much are now they're on your second channel, but they're demonetized. That's exactly why. Like if I have a string of videos that get demonetized and make jack shit, well then yeah, obviously my sponsors are gonna blow my adsense out of the water because yeah. then I don't make anything. You know? Well, and that's that's scary in a lot of ways to like that your income is very, um, you're at the mercy of an AI almost. Yeah. Like your, your, your income is based on whatever the fuck YouTube deems, you know, advertiser friendly and whatnot. Right. Well, yeah, that's why the sponsors are so damn important. That's why no matter as much as people want to like meme the sponsors or some shit or say, or call people sellouts or whatever the fuck it's like, dude, sponsors are vital to YouTube. If we didn't have them, your favorite YouTuber, might be living check to check. Your favorite YouTuber might not even have the time. Might just be working full time, not even have time to work on videos like that. Yeah, and then thankfully, that's what... I'm I'm blessed enough to be working full time as a YouTuber, and that's in big part to the sponsors. Yeah, and people would be complaining either way, right? Because they'd be they complain because you have sponsors, but then if you're only uploading one video a month, then they're complaining that you don't fucking enough content, right? Facts. Yeah, I mean that's why I try to make the sponsorship segments fun, just so make it like, hey, it's like another part of the video. It's like a skit. Hopefully you enjoy this too, and at the same time I can make my sponsor happy because they know I'm representing them well. Well, don't worry, I have uh, Raid Shadow Legends on seven different phones. Um. That's my guy. Hear <laughs> that Raid? Yeah. Hear that Raid? Yeah. I'll see. I'll see you later this month. Do <laughs> you get like referral commissions, or do you just get like lump sums up front? I've always wondered about that. Do I get what? Sorry. Do you get a lump sum, or do you get referral commissions? Uh, there's a lot of different ways. It, Varies from sponsor to sponsor. Yeah. Times. Usually, I try to work with lump sums because it's just simple. Paycheck, I guess. 
Yeah, and then sometimes it's maybe the amount of views you get on a video. Sometimes it's the amount of installs you get for something. It depends on the sponsor, really, and just how they're, however they're feeling at that time, too. Yeah, because I guess that's no different than, like, I'm in, I'm in a product-based business, and I deal almost exclusively in wholesale. So, like, I sell wholesale for a lower price um, rather than selling on, on um, consignment where you give them the product and they give you money per product they sell. I deal okay. on wholesale, so I sell you this much wine at this price, and then they upsell it and, and resell it. So I get a big paycheck right off the bat. I prefer yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because then I can use that money to invest and make more money rather than waiting for every bottle to sell, right? Same yeah. kind of idea. So I'm pretty uninitiated, obviously, to uh, your brand, your channel. Uh, I just I usually consume a slightly different content. I'm more of like uh, I'm more of a car guy. So I'm like most of my YouTube is consumed with like either uh, Red Bull, like extreme sports or like cars and stuff like that. So we're very different in that way. But um, just as someone cold, uh, not introduced to your channel at all, uh, like what what I'm interested in is because I'm going through this with the business I'm consulting on right now. They want to get YouTube famous or not just YouTube famous. I get Internet famous for. Uh, sharing their content because they built a real estate company really fast, went from like zero to hero, you know, like from dead stop, working a job, rocking heavy equipment to, you know, a company making multiple multi seven figure income, 20 employees working in two countries like this guy wants to leverage that fame, get it online. And I always get hung up on the people that want to just get popular and get seen and that's not why we started this podcast we started this because we like we're all about documentation you know we're we like gary b we're like hey let's document what we're thinking what we're feeling especially in you know crazy time like this like your memory is so unreliable you 20 years from now you're like hey what was i saying what was i thinking and it'll be easy to say you know what i handled myself super well i was chill i made all the right decisions you tell your grandkids that but we want to document how we're making these these decisions and things like that. So I guess why why did you start filming yourself? Like, was it for you? Was it for somebody? Like, do you film for a purpose outside of just like revenue? Obviously, you do. But like, what's what drives you? Um, I think I just noticed that I was really drawn to videos, video production, pretty much everything that surrounded it. I always had like a really creative side to me. Yeah. I've always kind of noticed like um, whenever there was creative assignments, creative assignments in school, that's where I would shine. Yeah. It's like, that's just, that was just my shit. So when I was going through school and I went to college, I just noticed I wasn't, this wasn't really like drawn. I wasn't drawn to any of the shit, anything that I was going through. You know, I, w I always would make videos on the side for fun, for friends. Yeah. I would always want to edit for people. And then that's, when I just decided, okay, fuck it, let me try, let me actually try this, because I watch a lot of YouTube, I saw people had success in it, I was like, maybe I could be one of these guys, and just started making videos as much as I could with having a full-time job at the time, and... What was that moment when you are like, this is, this is good? Do you have a video, do you have, like, a, a specific time when you, like, you started, the momentum started to feel good? Oh, yes. Um... It must have been uh, Predator, uh, Predator Chronicle. Okay. I believe it was the second episode I did of that. I got found by like the To Catch a Predator community online. Yeah. We were like really crazy about this shit. Yeah. And they started spreading my video in the community, and then I noticed like my video like broke a hundred views. Yeah. <laughs> it was like climbing, and to me, I was like, "Holy shit! I need to get out with more episodes quick." So I just started busting ass. And bringing out episodes as fast as I could. That's when I know it's like, there's something here. Well, I, yeah, like, I'll, I'll rewatch those videos every so often, just, like, in the background while I'm doing something, and it's crazy. There's, like, one episode where you're like, thanks, guys, I just broke, like, 500 subscribers or 1,000 subscribers yeah. or something like that, and it's like, Jesus Christ, like, looking at you now, like, I feel like that wasn't very long ago, right? It doesn't feel very long ago, but I, I mean... What, like three years, maybe? Yeah. I think so. Thousands of hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I mean, like, people people say that about me as well. Like, my business is three and a half years old. And, um, you know, we did, like, 70,000 year one, 160 year two, 270 last year. And we're going to do, like, 350 this year. 
So in my mind, it's like I've been doing this fucking forever. Like it was a lifetime ago that I was. Uh, it's a snail space. Yeah, but you know, in in realistic like business terms, I mean, like you know, us doing this crap for four years, I mean, isn't very long in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, which is interesting. But um, <laughs> so yeah, we were watching um, that pong. Uh, yeah. Bad content pong. Bad content pong video <laughs> just right before we got on the call. And uh, uh, I, I think um, one of the things we love to talk about is like what pisses you off about um, your industry. Because me and Willow spend most of our time, like we do this podcast just to like bitch at each other about stuff that just annoys us every day. He's got, so for context, um, we're in Manitoba here. Where are you from, by the way? I'm from Illinois. Illinois. Okay, cool. Uh, so the business I work in, we work primarily in Ohio. And, but I'm from Manitoba, Canada, and that is, uh, it's one of the highest taxed provinces or places in the world, as far as like a, an individual and a consumer and a business. And in addition to that, uh, the liquor industry is also taxed and for Willows, uh, up front off of the money that he makes, government takes like half just off the front and then you get taxed on the remainder. So it's, it's brutal. So liquor here is super expensive. So he's got plenty to complain about. <laughs> yeah, we, we started this podcast because we were just getting drunk and talking business and bitching anyway. So I'm like, yeah, let's just, like, this might be useful for people. <laughs> yeah, and our friends are like, hey, this is great. Like, we should record this. Yeah. Um, and I'm in real estate, which is also known as the human nature business. So I see the most, uh, I see depravity. I see the best. I see the worst. I see the funny. I see the stupid. I uh, deal with government, like all these ridiculous things. So I've got plenty to bitch about as well. <laughs> so, I mean, right now, Ohio's like shut down and on the best of days, getting a permit through the city council is like, it's like pulling teeth. You got to show up, you got to yell at people sometimes. And um, yeah, like what's, what, what's pissing you off about YouTube right now? Like with... <laughs> yeah, it takes it, takes this way. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, I feel like YouTube gets a lot of shit. I like YouTube for the majority just because of what they've given me. Maybe I feel like I am indebted yeah. to them. Yeah, ways, but, yeah. Uh, the de the demonetization thing is a real bitch because it's just so inconsistent. I don't know how much you guys have heard about what you can and can't do, what'll get you demonetized on YouTube and stuff like that. I'm, I'm pretty familiar. Tyler's less familiar, I think. Yeah. Yeah, people will put out guidelines and whatnot, but it's like, I don't know if it's because I'm not that big of a YouTuber, I guess, like the million subs guys, but there's times where I put out something that should not be monetized, but it gets monetized. And that sounds like a stupid thing to complain about, because obviously it's getting monetized, that's awesome, but it's consistent. just not consistent whatsoever. Yeah. I feel the same way with the government in liquor regulation because they fucking make calls all the time that are like, I apply for permits that I think I'm not going to get and I get them. And I apply for ones I think I'm going to get and I don't. Like, just tell me what I can and can't do and we'll make everything easier. But, and he's got a charter, exactly. charter of laws and stuff and they violate it themselves just because they're too lazy to go and look back at the books. Yeah. Like, they, they break their own laws. But there's nothing you can do about it because if you take them to court, they are the monopoly and they can just delist your products and you're fucked. Like it's the same kind of idea where he deals with an with an absolute monopoly of um, where all of his product is sold. Same way you deal with just YouTube is kind of your your god, right? Like if you piss off Susan, you might end up <laughs> well, <laughs> unemployed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, censorship is is getting a little bit crazy. I I follow uh, Anonymous on uh, Twitter. Do you like the Anonymous guys, like the hacking group? I don't follow them, but I'm aware of them, yeah. Yeah, so they were getting censored like crazy in the beginning of this uh, COVID thing. Like, they got what they call shadow banned. So mm -hmm. even though I had, like, post notifications turned on, I don't follow very many people on Twitter, but, like, they're, like, the main guys that I watch, especially for news and different things like that. And none of their stuff was coming up for, like, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And they got straight up shadow banned. And because Twitter is getting pressured, now they they fired Jack Dorsey. Um, who's, or have they fired him or they're going no. to fire him? They fired him? Well, okay, so they're trying to fire him. what, it's kind of, 
It's like a hostile takeover. We, okay, we don't know exactly what's happening. Uh, he announced recently that he's like, I'm going to step, kind of take a step back. I'm going to use a billion dollars of my money to make a charity specifically for like COVID relief. And then once COVID's cured, then we're going to go into like uh, educating women in poor countries, whatever, whatever. So he put out this press release. He's like, it's like, okay, great. You're doing charity work. But then at the same time, uh, there's this other company that's like hostile takeovering. And there's a couple conspiracy theories that are like, yeah, he's getting forced out and they're letting him save face by being like, no, I'm just going to do charity. Bye. And then, but meanwhile, it's not what's happening. But. Yeah. Like he's, it's a very like partisan friendly group. Like they specifically back one party and they're now forcing Jack out to put in policies that's going to support the net, one, one party over the other with the next election, which is kind of crazy. So now you have the winds of the Republicans and the Democrats influencing Twitter what do you what do you think about like because uh, like i'm i'm pretty libertarian in general and like i kind of at the end of the day i'm like youtube can kind of do whatever they want because they're a private business like where are you with that kind of thought responsibility versus we make profit with what sorry i don't like, i don't think i understand the question. okay like youtube because like a lot of people like if youtube like bans somebody or whatever people scream like censorship and second amendment stuff but like at the end of the day, they're a private business and a private company. They should be able to ban anyone off their right. off their platform if they want to. Do you subscribe to that idea? Um, I, I would never want to see YouTube play any type of favoritism in a way. Or they definitely do. Really like, I mean, they do. They 100% do. But I just wouldn't want to encourage that idea where it's like, okay, they think this person's bad, so they yeah. want to get rid of them. Yeah. You know, they could just be like, there, there's some controversial YouTuber who just, you know, says his own, his own opinions, but they're like, you know what, I don't like what you're saying. It's not very much our ideas. So let's get you off this platform. Let's make your video seem less like, I hate that idea. Yeah. Regardless if I disagree with that person or not. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a hard, because you, you want them, if they're, they're displaying themselves as like a media platform where people can, like, in theory, they don't speak for YouTubers that upload stuff. Like, if I upload something controversial, YouTube shouldn't speak for me. Like, that's not their opinion. That's my opinion as an uploader, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, so I want to talk about kind of like, um, was there, do you find you have to, uh, so marketing-wise in videos, like, um, I know you're a uh, psychology major, just about. Uh, no, it's very... <laughs> Very. Uh, <laughs> do you? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Do but do you think there's uh, a lot of consumer psychology, but but um, behind like getting views on YouTube? In a way, yeah, I would say so. Do you think uh, about it, or do you just kind of upload and it happens? It's so. Even if you did, honestly, getting views on YouTube a lot of the times is a. It's a fucking toss up. Yeah. You know, whenever whenever small YouTubers ask me like, "Hey, dude, how do I grow my channel? How do I do this?" Like, there's a lot of luck that goes with this shit. I can tell you all the right things to do. I still don't know if it's gonna pop like that. You know. Yeah. So I, I all I can tell you is, you know, do do your best and be ready for when that opportunity comes. Yeah. If the, if the algorithm decides to bless you and puts you in front of a bunch of eyes, you better hope that shit's good. Because then from there you're good. And but, I guess that's kind of what you were talking about with like the Predator Chronicles when you started seeing that specifically pop off. You're like, okay, let's double down, pump out a bunch of these. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I tried to put out this product that I thought was good. No one's really looking at it. But then as soon as I got eyes on it, it's like, okay, get this shit out of here. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Like you said, double down on what works. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be careful, those guys that say they got to figure it out. <laughs> Like, do these five things to get famous on YouTube. Fucking love those guys. Oh, uh, the, the guys who try and give you tips? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the teeth. Yeah, no, that, I think people read into those a lot and think, like, it's that's foolproof. That's going to work no matter what. Buy my course to get famous. Well, yeah, we always talk about, like, um, there's that old saying that I is bullshit, but I used to believe when I was younger, is, like, say what they say, do what they do, you'll get what they get. But... The difference is, like, you have to say what they say and get what they get, or and do what they do at the 
same time. Like the, there's, you're never gonna replicate, you know, 2016 Mr. GG videos. Like there's, because if I do what you did now, it's not gonna be the same thing four years later, right? Um, right. So I think there's a lot of like, well, just copy what they do, and you'll obviously you'll get what they get. But you know, do your own fucking thing. Yeah. Well, especially <laughs> on the internet, fucking shit changes so fast, right? Like every, you know. A day in internet time is a is a month in regular time, right? Like so. Uh, other uh, other platforms. Do you use anything else? Uh, any other platforms to uh, push your brand? Like specifically, I'm thinking about right now. Uh, I don't know if you subscribe to these theories, but TikTok and how it's literally owned by the Chinese government. Like, and but it's it's super popular. It's a fun platform, right? It's doing really well. People are doing really well on it. And there's like a whole culture around it. Like, are you working on any stuff like that, or do you just kind of stay the course? Um, it's stuff that's always in the back of my mind because as a content creator, you know, you have to be on everything. Yeah. You have to be in people's faces, and I personally don't like doing that. Yeah. That's not me normally, right? I don't like to push myself on every platform. Like Logan Paul. That's 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 what you have to do. You have to yeah. go on Instagram. And you have something on Instagram fucking every day. You have to make tweets every day. You have to post Snapchat stories every day. You have to make TikToks about whatever the fuck as much as you can. And because you have to be in people's faces. It's so people forget about you. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're unless your content can really speak for itself and your sub base is really dedicated like that, it's so just it's fragile, dude. Yeah, because I guess I guess like the the people that come to my mind um, right off the bat, like Colossal is crazy, and like even like YMS, like they post content very infrequently, um, but still have you know get a million views on a video and still have like a very very dedicated um, fan base, but post very infrequently. And then you go on the other side, like you know the Pauls and and whoever else, like all the Viners that post multiple times a day and, and et cetera, et cetera. So there's like kind of two, two different sides of, of the business that, uh, of content. Um, like what do you think versus like, uh, um, quality versus quantity as far as YouTube videos go? For you. Uh, Like, would you rather post more video? Do you think you'll do better posting more videos more frequently that have less effort in them or spend a month doing one video, put more effort into it? Uh, quality wins in my eyes, at least for the fan base I would want, I guess. Like, quantity-wise, there's a way you could not cheat the system, but if you, re- but if I really wanted to, I could upload a shit ton more. Yeah. If the videos didn't have what I put into them right now. And you know what? I could probably get a lot more videos monetized. I could probably make more money. I could get more sponsors. But I don't want to do that, because then now my content is this. Yeah. It's flat line. And that's all it's going to be. I want there to be as much potential as possible with every upload I do. I want it to be fucking great. I want to keep getting better. I don't want to just be like, oh, I'm going to ride this wave until fucking everybody forgets about me two years later. And now I'm one of those channels that has like a million subs, but I'm getting 30,000 views a video. Yeah. 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 It's such a weird, like even more fickle than like selling products, right? Like, or even anything. Cause like views on YouTube, like, there's random videos that have nothing to do with anything. They get millions of views. People always talk about the, uh, those like kids channels that do like those like Johnny, Johnny animation videos. that get like literally a billion views on YouTube. Like it's. Um, train. Um, sorry. You guys hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got headphones on. You can't hear it. It's fine. It was, it was fine. Sorry. That no, was fine. Um, shit over here. Bye-bye. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Cause like, at least like when I, if it's like, okay, I have a, I have a slow month. I need to make more money. I can like go out myself and go to an event and like sell a bottle, like sample people and sell more. But you can't really like, you can post more, but you can't really like get more people to watch your video. You can engage more. Yeah, I guess. Reach out more, talk more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, were, it, we got all excited. It, Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 sorry. I was just gonna say, like engaging. Like I, I, I love to 
keep my fans engaged as much as possible. I try to reply to as much messages as I can. I try to keep an eye on the comments so people don't think like I just uploaded fucking Bamboos. Yeah. Like I try to let the people know like I'm still here as much as I can be. It's gotten harder as the numbers have grown. Of course. But I think I just want to, you know, the people that are watching my stuff, I just want to like, if I can give you some sort of acknowledgement or let you know that, you know, I appreciate the support in any kind of way. I think that's important because now your fan base is a little less, like you said, fickle, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Well, you, you, you've definitely replied, no, no, you've definitely replied to a few of my tweets, uh, over the years, um, I get that it also helps that I you're not verified on Twitter, so like you see our notifications. But I know a lot of like YouTubers that are verified, they just hide in the in the verified tab and don't see any of their fans' tweets or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember this. I tweeted a picture of you with a mustache, and I said, "I'm going to tell my kids this is no googly Emmy." You said what? Sorry, you I, I I tweeted a picture of you with a mustache, and I said, "I'm going to tell my kids this is no googly Emmy." Honestly, that sounds familiar, and that sounds like something I would. <laughs> okay, I, I tweeted that at you and you retweeted it and it got a fuck ton of attention. Uh, fucking no googly Emmy uh, retweeted it. <laughs> Shut up. No, yeah, no, I swear to God. I checked the profile to make sure it was real and it 100% was. Really? Yeah, That's uh, awesome. Uh, he retweeted. I don't know if he was kidding, but he retweeted it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no googly Emmy is awesome. That's, I, dude, I have to find that tweet. That's still up. Yeah, I, I tweeted at you and you retweeted it and it got like a pretty pretty good attention for my, my, I don't get any fucking attention on my tweets. So it was funny, but uh, yeah, I, I remember getting a notification and it was like, no Google. I mean, I'm like, is this a fake account? Like a fan account? I went into it. No, it was hundred percent real. No, such a fucking boss, dude. <laughs> What's up, fool? That guy. That's good. That guy's the best. He's on cameo now. I remember okay. I booked a cameo from him. ASAP. <laughs> Cause he's, he's so cheap too. He's 10 bucks. He's really <laughs> underselling himself, honestly, but so that, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah, like and and like I like about your content. Like I, I feel like people like um let's say like a Phil DeFranco is kind of like he has to make his news content and that's all he can do. But I feel like your content in a lot of ways you kind of make what you feel like doing. Like you upload a uh you know a, a movie review, you upload a commentary thing, you upload a drama thing, you upload a whatever, and you kind of have more leniency. Like you're not kind of typecast into a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that helps you or do you think that hurts you in uh, overall like YouTube growth? Um, it definitely, you know, that's a great question. I, I feel like it's not one way. I feel like, cause I could think, okay, if I stuck with the same shit, then YouTube knows what to expect from me. And so does my audience. Yeah. And so I build on that or it goes the other way where I'm so, all over the fucking place. Now I can attract as many eyes as possible, maybe bring them in. And now they look at my other stuff and they're like, Oh, I kind of like this random shit too. Or they only like one specific series and that's all they watch when I upload. I don't, I feel like I like the way I do it. I don't want to just fucking be one thing. I want to do as much as, well, like you said, whatever the fuck I want. If I can make it a good video, why not? Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's what attracted me to your content was I came in for watching new movie reviews. I'm like, Oh, he has all this other shit that I'm interested in. But then I could also see a lot of viewers be like, okay, I watch Phil DeFranco for the news. And they'll be like, okay, I watch Mr. Gigi for the Predator Chronicles. And then when you do something that's not that, they're like, okay, well, I'm not interested anymore. But I think that's a lot of, that's like a pretty, that's almost like a TV thought. You know what I mean? Like I watch this for the show. I got a fucking shiny thing syndrome, man. (laughs) <laughs> like youtube wormhole man you just start with one video and you end up watching like cats doing some shit you never seen before mm-hmm. like cats on lsd back in 76 like that like that's that's where i usually go on youtube but uh oh man we were all amped up to do uh some new stuff this year because um uh, me and willis here went to mexico on a trip together it's my first tropical vacation uh he hasn't been in forever first it was my uh, first trip with, like, friends and not family. Yeah, and first vacation that he's taken in since he started the business. But, uh, yeah, we're like, you know what? we we got to get out more. We're going to socialize more. We're going to start this. Uh, we're going to restart this networking group. Um, uh, it's this Young Entrepreneur Society in our local area here that did pretty well. It's got, like, 10,000 followers or something like that. And it really popped off, and it's how we got introduced to each other and how, like, everything that we've started 
came from that group. And we're like, man, man, this was a really good thing, but we don't do any of this stuff anymore that we used to love. So let's get that restarted. And then the universe is like, no, fuck you. You're going to sit in your house for three months. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's really put a fucking damper on it. But, yeah, I mean, like, with all this uh, pandemic crap going on, like, is it, has it putting you, putting a damper on your life? Like, how are you feeling? Like just temperature check is some guys are saying, like, how are, how are you coping with it? It's weird, dude. Honestly, um, like as of late with my videos and stuff, they've been doing fucking amazing. Yeah. For my, Makes you know, sense. For me, obviously. And, uh, I don't know if I can credit that to quarantine because everyone's just home. So everyone's like, fuck it. We're just watching videos. That's all we're doing. Sure. It helps. Like I, I, I can't tell if like, okay, maybe these videos were different. Or maybe just everyone's fucking just binge watching right now. Yeah. But, you know, even though that's happening, which is amazing, uh, it feels weird working right now. I feel very discombobulated in a way. Like it's weird just continuing to work normally when you're constantly watching the news, you're seeing headlines. There's a fucking pandemic right outside your door. It's just like, it fucks with you in a way. Like it really messes, it's messed up my groove big time. Yeah, but it's like an invisible war. That's the worst part. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get to see anything. You just watch the news in terror, and you just have this, like, constant anxiety that just, like, goes up every day, especially mm-hmm. with the fucking president that you, you guys have got. Like, I mean, at least our prime minister gets on the gets on the TV, and he's, like, level, and he's even, and, like, you can tell he's isolated. He's in his house alone with his wife. He's not on a stage. Like, mm-hmm. most of the reporters are calling in. There's no crowds. Like, it's super, like... It's it's calm. It's calming. It's very scientific. And then I watch American news and Trump's like, take this drug. You'll be fucking fine. It's like we're opening back up in three weeks. I love it. But like, man, it's you guys. It's it's rough. It's rough, especially like uh, like being in Illinois, like earlier when this all started, like one of the headlines was Chicago. Uh, not abiding by social distancing yeah, and yeah, staying yeah. home, and they were fucking going to bars and doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, now, now don't look. do this in my state. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're doing pretty good in Manitoba specifically. Well. Uh, we're we're beating the rest of the country, um, but we locked down pretty quickly. Uh, like we pretty much like my industry. Like I'm in the you know bar and restaurant industry. Obviously, we all kind of closed without in order to close, like everyone just kind of voluntarily closed their, their doors pretty early on, which was nice. Uh, and now we're forced to close um, a couple weeks later, but it was like, everyone's like, yeah, like let's, let's not do this. And just kind of, so we're, we're pretty good. We're, we're a province of a million people and we have like 250 infections. So it's been declining for the last five days straight. So we're like, our, like our total number of active cases is going down. So like, yeah, this might actually be over within the month. So well, for us, I don't think so, but yeah, but it's obviously not, not a perfect scenario, but yeah, with the like, yeah, it could be reasonably contained within the month, but everyone else is doing poorly. Illinois is not doing great. New York's not doing great. Washington's doing better, but you were, you worried about this. Am I worried about it? Yeah. Uh, I try not to. <laughs> kind of think like this will pass it's going to take a lot of time but at the same time like I don't know it just doesn't maybe I don't have enough information about it it just doesn't make sense in my head like okay once you tell everybody that you're not under quarantine anymore you're not under lockdown it's like the streets are going to be flooded but there's still active cases yeah. like that part doesn't make sense in my that's head. what that worries me that we're going to get like a second round kind of like um, that's, China did I believe that's what they're saying is going to happen mm-hmm. so yeah, it is what it is. Um, I'm trying to buy a business right now that's like strictly like events tourism based, and it like it does fantastically well. But this is obviously unprecedented territory, so um, they're saying like the last things to recover might be social gatherings, events, and like event centers being closed for like as long as like 18 months. And that's a nice one, so, yeah. yeah, nightclubs yeah. are already going bankrupt in month two. Like there's, um, I've, I've got an investor friend within the first two weeks before the mandatory lockdowns already came in, he had three restaurants come to him asking for bailout money. So <laughs> he's already, 
uh, gone in for bailouts on a couple of places. And he's like, man, everything is going to go up for sale. They're saying like 30, 40% of bars and restaurants are going to close permanently. Like, yeah, man, think about your favorite pub going away. Like that's, I'm, that's what's scary to me. <laughs> like <laughs> these fucking landlords, man, like being on the landlord's side, um, yeah, I've got a bit of a unique perspective into that. Most of my clients are all international. Uh, so they're all like France, um, France, Israel, and uh, England. So those are most of my clients. And you'd think Buddy with $10 million would have a pretty even temperament when it comes to problems, right? You would be shocked at the immature behavior <laughs> of these people where they're like, you mean all my tenants are unemployed? The state is locked down. Nobody can do anything and they're not paying rent. What the fuck is wrong with you? Collect my rent. And I'm like, I can't. Also, the courts are closed. I can't evict anybody. And also my staff is home because they're scared of getting sick. But he can't process. Cannot understand the fact that his money is not coming in today. Loses his mind, says, throw everybody out, change the locks. I'm like, that's illegal. He's like, I don't care. And I'm like, we're not in, we're not in Israel. He's like, I don't care. It's like, I have these battles and there's so little empathy from some of these people because they're just as scared as you are. Yeah. Like they're not bad people. They're just fucking terrified because they put their life savings into this thing. Like that's what I'm scared of is the utter panic from the people that really have something to lose if you're like if you just lost your job and now you're on like ei or you're on this like you know national benefit like what did you lose you're just staying at home now you're not making any more or less money right but you know buddy who makes 400 400 grand a year now makes 30 on this benefit he's fucked so like this is going to be really really crazy time that's what terrifies me about this thing, but also super exciting because I'm 24 years old and <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna pick some stuff up here and you know get get some discount real estate. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's unprecedented, and I just sit at home anxious and stressed about like how do I take advantage, right? But also sitting at home and realizing I can't do shit at the same time. So just, you know. Yeah, it's what a lot of a lot of people are trying to do nowadays too. Yeah. And, uh... Take advantage. Maybe pick up, get some stuff off the ground that they couldn't do before yeah. now that they have time. Like, uh, I mean, especially with, like, my industry, YouTubers and streamers and shit. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do that right now. Yeah. yeah. It's which, which is, like, I, I know our, our uh, telecom service, our internet provider here, released a statement. They're like, yeah, we're having some, like, speed issues because, uh, like, everyone's online. Netflix streaming is up 70% in, like, our servers. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. Like, uh, um, do you do any, like, live streaming? I haven't gotten into live streaming as much as I want to, but uh, in, the, in the near future, yes. I yeah. I know a lot of YouTubers started doing that, and they see pretty good numbers on Twitch um, versus YouTube. And, like, the whole live donation thing and stuff, I think that kind of encourages people to... Um, like I've heard from people like they would rather, you know, donate on a live stream and get a live shout out rather than like donate to a Patreon. Like they would download, donate the same amount of money, but they would rather do it on stream. It's that instant acknowledgement. It's like, it seems real. Like you're talking to a person. Like they say, like just having someone say your name. I know this because I felt it as a, someone else. Yeah. Like someone was being like, Hey Jeffrey, appreciate those five. Like just that sentence alone. It's like, Oh shit. He saw, he saw my, he saw my donation. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. So, so where it's just, uh, yeah, someone would donate you five dollars a month on Patreon. Now, if you're doing you know five streams a month, they're donating you five bucks every stream, and then now all of a sudden it's like your income's better. Because I yeah, I know people that are like, oh yeah, I upload twice a month to YouTube, but I stream you know six times a week because that's you know that's where their where their income is, which is an interesting. You know, if, if you're if your stream is good enough too, or like if people just like your stream in general. The cool thing is, for like the bigger streamers at least, they just hire an editor, and they can just get out as much YouTube content as they do streaming-wise, and still get those same numbers because people want to watch you no matter what. Yeah, because I know like YMS does that on his gaming channel. He'll stream for five hours, and then his editor cut, cut them up into 20-minute videos. Yeah, those, those videos are great. I love watching this stuff. 
Yeah, exactly, right? So, but then he's getting the same amount of views he would, but he's putting out five videos a week um, rather than, like, his, you know, his YMS videos that take months to create, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's it's such a, like, we still, even the people that are YouTubers still don't know everything about YouTube because it's such a new, you know, like, I'm sure people will be able to write books 100 years from now, like, how people made money on early streaming and, and YouTube. Be a case study in business school on Mr. Gigi. Like, <laughs> that would be awesome. You should just give a talk. You should reach out to a business school and give a talk. That'd be hilarious. But also probably a really good idea because they're trying so hard to be relevant because they're becoming irrelevant so quickly by, you know, some Indian guy on YouTube explaining it better. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a real threat. Um, we got about five minutes left. Uh, we're at that point. So, um, yeah, I mean, you said you're on like a, just a podcast binge today, just uh, guests speaking on a bunch of people's stuff. And right. like, what made you do that? Have you done this before? No, I've usually declined podcasts. When people yeah, ask me, enough. it didn't really matter the size to me. It's just like, hey, you want to do it? I would usually just decline. And just because I was like, you know, I don't really have the time, whatever. And I had never done too many podcasts. So I was just like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But I've been thinking about it for a while now. Like, uh, you know, I just want to not like satisfy all these people, I guess. But it's just like, it'd be fun to do this as an interaction with the fans. Because I know that's for the majority, that's what the people are that are going to be reaching out to me. Yeah. Are. So, you know what? All, all, all the podcasts, doesn't matter the size, hit me up. Have me on. Let's just do it at this time, especially when we're all fucking home. Yeah. Let's shoot the shit, you know? Are and you, it's just, it sounded like a fun idea to me, so I want to do it. I'm glad I have. Are you going to start, so start your own podcast? Oh, yeah. Film it, put it up on YouTube? Uh, that might be a good, uh, a good next step after this. <laughs> I mean, exposure on stuff like uh, uh, sorry, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, everything like that. Like, I mean, exposure is pretty good. So no, it, 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 it would be fun. I've given it a lot of thought already over my whole time on YouTube. I just need to think of the perfect way I would want it. It's like, how many people do I want on the podcast? Um, do I want to be cycling in guests constantly? You know, like what, what do I want it to be? Like two people yeah. only or three people because there's, or, you know, I, I couldn't do solo. I don't think I'm that talented. Yeah. The, the only solo podcast that works that I've listened to is like Bill Burr's podcast. Where yeah, Bill's, I don't know, Bill's fucking amazing. I don't know how yeah. that fucking guy is funny by himself. Monologues. <laughs> like, and he's he's like, oh sorry, I gotta be quiet. My family's sleeping. <laughs> he's like still funny. Um, I know. And then you, you you know the big ones are like Joe Rogan, like where he relies on having a guest. It's never just him talking, so, right? Yeah. Um, and then how we do ours is uh, just us. Like this, you're the first guest that we've ever had on. Um, I wanted to wait a while but you know you can't pass up an opportunity obviously so but uh we just kind of talk between the two of us and um i guess like uh like sardonic acid yms's podcast does that where it's just the three of them talking but then they have guests on every few episodes or whatever but it doesn't rely on guests yeah um which probably i i would say especially for a small podcast i think not relying on guests is better because at the end like i have a friend the, that i've been on his podcast like six times because he can't get enough guests to come to his podcast yeah, he's got no leverage he's a small podcast and no one wants to come on the podcast so i've been on like 20 times because he's like i don't have anyone this week like come on so if you're not relying on guests then you can put on content you know whenever you need to yeah i feel like it's good not to rely on guys because you just really work on that chemistry between you know your regular yeah. host on the podcast and I feel like that just makes your podcast all much better, especially when guests do come on. Yeah, yeah, because then it's kind of adding a new, um, you know, a new thing to the podcast that's not the usual. Like it's a, it seems like it's an actual event or like a new new piece of content when you have a guest. Yeah, exactly. And we're not journalists, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so last last question here: uh, What kind of con what kind of content do you like to consume? on your own like what do you watch what do you enjoy when no one's looking kind of thing honestly what i make is what i like to and i think i've kind of always stood by i want to make yeah. what i would you know if i don't want to watch my own content or if i don't like my own content what the fuck am i making for 
Yeah. So kind of uh, whatever you see on my channel is really what I like to see. I don't really differentiate that, uh, differentiate from that too much. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the same. Yeah. Like I, I always try to put out content. Like I, aside from the podcast, I do have a few YouTube videos on my channel that are just like me kind of ranting about topics that I care about. Um, and yeah, it's just like I, I, I care about this this topic. I'm passionate about it, so I want to put that out, and that's. That's pretty much what we do on the podcast, too, right? right? Yeah, it'd be fucking real. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, yeah. I think we got to let you go, man. You got your next podcast coming up? Yeah, I got to get it going, boys. But I uh, really appreciate you guys having me on. You got a good thing yeah. going here. Uh, congrats on all your success, also. Yeah, that's I'll, awesome. I'll you guys are younger than me, killing it out there. So. <laughs> well, thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan, so this is like, I, I honestly. Test. I was nervous, like right up until we started talking. I'm like, yeah. man, this is like. We started drinking like two hours ago. <laughs> I'm like, this is like, like I got this. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, well. I don't know. It's weird because it's like seeing you. Not, I don't want to be like, oh, you're on pedestal, but it's like seeing you kind of as this, like, you know, celebrity in a way, right? And okay, it's like yeah. I'm a fan of. It's like this is it's cool. But as soon as we started talking, I felt I felt good a little bit. We appreciate it. That's good. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I guess yeah, it's uh, what, what's your what's your uh, social media handle so some people can find you up there. Social media, Mr. GG on everything. Uh, kind of maybe you'll find it if you search it. I don't want to give you exact tags because like fucking someone on Twitter stole my hat name, but <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, just uh, Mr. GG search it. And if you're if you're coming here for uh, for GG, we're uh, alcohol beyond this point is the name of the podcast. Uh, we're Alcohol Beyond This Point on Instagram and uh, Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook. Um, Vote Willows is my handle, V-O-T-E-W-I-L-O-W-S. Uh, my name is Willows. This is Tyler. Yeah, mine is just Tyler, the underscore builder, because I like to build shit. That's about it. And, uh, yeah, I guess, can I just get a, can I get a buff before you go? All right, I can give you a, all right, um. Thank you guys for watching this. It's awesome. Got you. See you guys. My heart. Thanks. uh, (laughs) Thanks, Gigi. I appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.